0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: Agamon Asado, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. France are through and Argentina are back in business. It's Sunday, 27th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Brassel. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. It's Sunday. Here we go. <laughs> the World Cup <laughs> rests for nobody. Uh, mm. And
2: Andy Brassel in Qatar and Pete Donaldson in Essex are with us <laughs> in a state. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Donaldson, <laughs> Sunday morning, is in a state. <laughs> he, he, he really is. The,
1: the, the good news, though, everybody, is finally the question has been answered. The question, of course, being where is Messi a lot of Saudi Arabian mm. fans have been cheekily asking where the <laughs> ambassador of Saudi Arabia is or whatever Messi's title is in that country now. Um, and we <laughs> found out, <laughs> didn't we not, Peter? Yeah. We found that he was still at the World Cup, he's still scoring goals, and he's still having influence over the Argentine football team because they beat Mexico 2 0. They needed to win, Petey. They
2: needed to win, and they did. They certainly did. I think uh, Mexico, the 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 backline possibly could have uh, tried to figure out where Messi was because he was very unmarked for his goal. <laughs> like, I think I think to be honest, but both. I mean, coming into the tournament, you expected uh, Mexico to it sort of have that kind of dictation of speed and like hit teams mm-hmm. with the with, with quite a heavy press, but they've not done any of that. And both goals are just Mexico allowing Argentina to just get that ball out of the feet yep. and just do yep. what they needed to do to get the ball home. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah it was it was a it was a pretty turgid match for most of it wasn't it <laughs> it was a bit yeah
1: and, and, and we we decided that um this is probably the most world cuppy fixture mm, Argentina versus yeah. Mexico is it, it, it's in, the, the, the two kits Andy oh they're so evocative aren't they they just scream World Cup.
0: They really are and it's funny you should bring that up Marcus because I've spoken to a few people like last night and um this morning who who were at the game. And what Pete was saying there it's like the biggest... Oh God, what's the word? Décalage. What's, what's, what's the word in English? Anyway, there's the biggest gap between mm. the experience that you had in the stadium and the experience that people had watching it on TV because right. it, it felt like... Um, it, it, it felt like a really average match watching it on television yeah. between um, one slightly better than average team and one mm-hmm. really average team. Whereas everyone who was in the stadium said the atmosphere was yeah. absolutely sensational. So I think in, in many cases, it's, it's a funny thing about the World Cup in general, Not obviously we know about all the issues surrounding this World Cup, but I think... Um, you know, something I found in Russia in Brazil as well there are a lot of neutrals in the stadiums mm-hmm. so whereas it might be fire for the players I think as a fan it can always seem slightly hollow um, whereas that, that clearly wasn't the case in this, and I think just the emotion you got when Messi scored, the, the look on his face, mm. it was it was amazing. You got that earlier in the day with Lewandowski, and um, you know I, I was talking to like um, Adrian Durham and Jim Proudfoot, both did all four games yesterday. They went on a little wow. tour together and oh, no. did all four games. They, they missed very few minutes. I, I think they were quite clammy by by the end. Um, <laughs> but if, if you if you think about it, they saw Lewandowski, Messi, and um, Mbappe all score in the same day in the World Cup I mean that's pretty bloody good isn't it that's not that's too like champion, a, could,
2: can you do all the tube stations in London kind of thing exactly, all of exactly. The same northern
0: one? line pub crawl <laughs> was,
2: was, it, was it really sort of um, was the atmosphere that good because it, you obviously had pretty much everyone was a fan of one or the other in the stadium or was it just that it was quite an ill-tempered affair there was a lot of kicking <laughs> I think Argentina are, are one of the best supported
1: countries in international football and their mm. fans are amazing and Mexico really too, Mexico, Mexico too. Are, yeah, but Argentina traditionally ha- take a very raw. I, I, I'm always constantly impressed. Even like the Rugby World Cup, they start mm-hmm. playing, and you think, I wonder how many Argentinians there? And suddenly, it's it's like at, 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 not, not in football, but on, on this. Suddenly, all the jerseys are on. They're swinging, yeah. whether it's the jersey, the scarf, or whatever around the head. They're all singing, and you kind of go, "Blimey, it's like a home game for them." This happens yeah. constantly at to tournaments for Argentina.
0: Yeah, yeah. there was a little bit of a slight unrest. In in the souk between uh, Argentinian and Mexican fans, both of whom, as you say, are very very well representative, and it, it seems as if the local forces of law and order were like, yeah, all right, yeah, it's your World Cup, I mean, it, 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 ultimately
1: though, it didn't sort of. Well, it did disappoint, but then, of course, when Messi scores that goal, you kind of go, well, there we are. It didn't surprise me. T- to me, this had Argent- Argentina win all over it because Mexico seemed to have a psychological barrier against the big South American sides. I understand why, but whenever they come up against one, well, it, it, they, they just they just try and hang on in there, I suppose. Mm. And And that was the case. They had such little attacking intent. I mean, I think... I, it, for my money in the second half it took until about injury time like the 91st minute to like try and put a cross into the box do you know what I mean they really were just thinking a point would do here let's let us sit deep and then as you say for the goal they were asking where's Messi and he was like here I am um, but of course Messi equaled um, two Diego Maradona records with that goal Uh, an appearance uh, because he's got 21 World Cup appearances and eight goals. So, uh, So, yes. But, I mean, that's the difference, isn't it? Argentina looked pretty bereft of ideas and creativity, as they did against Saudi Arabia. And then the little man pops up with something like that, which was quite glorious. But apparently Argentina was celebrating in the dressing room for over an hour after the game. You saw that you might have seen the video of them on social media doing the rounds. The fans were in the stadium. A lot of Argentina fans were still there 45 minutes after full-time whistle, singing and all the rest of it. They are such an emotionally led team. I just, I think, because a lot of people have got them down as among the favourites for this World Cup. When I look at them and when I see these emotions running high, yes, this is a galvanizing victory. I expect them to go on and beat Poland or get a result that puts them through. But I think this is Argentina 2018 rather than 2014. I think this is a side who could implode or they can. They just. I don't think they look great as a team, to be honest with you. They've got great individual quality. Fernandez coming on and scoring a beauty. He should probably be starting. 100%. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know, Andy. I I just still don't trust them.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> I'm agree enjoying you, Marcus. Them, but I don't they're, trust them. They're, they're they're picking the wrong team. Like uh, Fernandez has has been brilliant for Benfica, no. whereas Rodrigo De Paul has been not very good for Atletico, and he's in a role where his weaknesses are exposed. You know, he's not able to make that break into the penalty box. He's got the ball to feet a little bit more, which I don't think is really necessarily his his strength but look I mean yeah I agree with you about the the 2018 vibes it does feel weird after the goals not Mm -hmm. cutting to Maradona in the stand doing the double middle finger yeah you know it's it's moments like that 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 you really that you really miss him you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it, Andy? I
1: don't know. Uh, he didn't cover himself in glory in that tournament, of course. You, but, can, you um, could argue. Yeah. No, no he, he definitely didn't. Um, uh, but, uh, but Peter, this is the thing with Argentina. They're such a box office side. Obviously, the players they produce and, 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 and all the rest of it. Whereas you compare them to Mexico. Mexico's history and tradition in football mm. is up there. They 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 always get to the World Cup, and since 1994, they've always got to the second round and then and then
2: finish, which is a very very yeah. odd thing. Although I um, I wonder if I, they I will think, even. I think I think I think they're looking at France this time and going, yeah, we'll just stay in the group. Yeah, can't be well problem. they've got Saudi Arabia next, of course, yeah, uh, yeah. but which yeah, but they wouldn't fancy. Uh, they do, they don't look like they're going to find themselves in the round of 16 like normal. Uh, no, but on they this, but, on this form.
1: But it's really weird with Mexico. Because despite all the history and tradition with football, blah blah blah, blah they very seldom
2: produce like superstar players, do they? You, are you saying like sort of Chicharito level? That's all you get, and then yeah, trout. I think I think so. <laughs> they don't. They,
1: they, you, you can compare them to a lot of teams in in uh, in. But I suppose you really compare Mexico to some of the South American nations. They'd be really? like Paraguay. <laughs> Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe that's a fair comparison. Although they qualify much more regularly than Paraguay. Mm. I think you could, you could argue that there's no one of of, of even Chicharito level there at the moment. Yeah, you know, I mean. there's no there's no uh, Rafael Marquez. And I think, look, I, I'm I'm not an expert on Mexican football by any stretch of the imagination. They should have naturalised this guy, Andre gignac quite there frankly. They should have Tigres' top scorer of all time. But I, I think you know, it struck me yesterday when. You know, you know when on your Twitter feed um, it, it, like club friendlies pop up and yeah. you're like what the fuck are you doing have some respect <laughs> it's kind of like people talking <laughs> in church which i suspect is a bane of your life marcus and i, I i'm just it's like this guy is always, like, always at the front talking he's
2: always at the front <laughs> talking <laughs> <laughs> so, so i'm trying to think about god thank you
0: but, but 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 like this this thing popped up of like Braga's starting 11 for a friendly they were they were playing. yeah and diego lane put po- popped up and i'm like oh yeah he hasn't developed into a player that's even in the Mexican World Cup squad, and you no. know he was so fated when he when he joined Betis, and he's maybe not advanced to the next level. So I kind of wonder, Mexicans, answer me. You know, maybe there are more players <laughs> like that who could have, who could have come through who haven't 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 quite come through.
1: Yeah, I, I do worry for Mexico. I think that. Saudi Arabia have been obviously quite impressive. We'll talk about them in just a sec, and I I think it, obviously Mexico need to beat them to have a chance of going through. I, I I don't think that would happen. I think I think Argentina versus Poland is an interesting one. So to me, it's between whether Poland can do a job and get over the line, or Saudi Arabia um, can can score enough goals, or whatever whatever it would be the ramifications. But yes, I think I think Argentina will go through after that Saudi Arabian wobble. They are back, and despite what. We said about them being highly emotive and and a bit chaotic. This is such a galvanising win, uh, you know. Argentina fans from around the world. Again, you see the videos. They they cannot get enough of this, and I think it it will see them through. Um, very much so. Yeah, and and we could see a bit more of Enzo Fernandez because if he finishes like that, my goodness, you know what 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 an amazing thing that was. So yeah, um. But of course, in elsewhere in the group, Poland beat Saudi Arabia two nil. And Lewandowski scored his World Cup goal. Finally, who and he was quite emotional. He was a little bit teary um, during the or, or the sort of aftermath of the celebrations. I mean, it was really to kill the game off, I suppose. But it shows you what it means to him. And I think that's the beauty of the World Cup when when you get people who they're usually fans of Liverpool or Manchester United uh, moan about oh, international football's crap and uh, oh, Premier League and Champions League. And so, was when you see. Messi and Lewandowski who have been two of the best forward players in the last sort of 10-15 years what it means to them it is absolutely glorious
0: I, I agree Marcus I think you've hit the nail on the head and it must be nice for you personally to know that Messi and Lewandowski are on your team in terms well, of like the way they, if only they the, were the actually they on my team, it. Andy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, Messi's not doing the running for you these days. I've got I've got to break it to you, but 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 look, I I think the Lewandowski thing, yeah, I I, I totally agree. It's a massive deal for the best players in the world to score in the World Cup still, and I I think that's quite a beautiful thing. But as as well, it occurred to me like going into this, Lewandowski was having. What by his standards was quite a poor run. So if you look at his last three games for club and country before this, two missed penalties and a red card. Mm. I mean, it's it's kind of Woodgate esque, really, <laughs> by, by by his standards, isn't it? Yeah. So I, th- I think it's actually get a bit of a gift to I, I mean it would be generous to call it Lewandowski pressing yeah uh, but, but making uh, uh, making Al I think it was make, make the mistake what mm. I thought was interesting after the game I think someone pointed out that you know a lot of people have spoken through this tournament about let's keep politics and football separate uh, Al Barak was being consoled in the dressing room by the uh, Saudi Minister of Sports oh, <laughs> so there yes. you go right was he really? Yeah. I mean it was it's like dreadful. come on chin up pal I don't know
1: what he was doing at the back. Said, oh, mm. Blimey, Saudi Arabia will be gutted about that one because obviously they had a penalty themselves, which was superbly saved what by Chesney. What a double save! Do- oh, Pete Double save as well, Is that yeah. is
2: that one of the best double saves you've seen in it's recent years? It's certainly up there because uh, the second one, I was like, he didn't get a hand on that, did he? But he certainly oh. did. And you sort of go, how old is it? Because for me, this World Cup is that have they got anything in the tank? World Cup, <laughs> you know, your Messi, your Lewandowski, <laughs> and so like for for Chesney, I was like, I was like is Chesney like 37 he's not he's only 32 I was like wow he he can really get up so so him getting up and down is absolutely fine at that age I was like but yeah they'll be calling him Chesney Hawks it really was something (laughs) else and, yeah. and, and that reference makes you sound like you've got nothing left in the tank, to be quite frank. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, I think you know that. It's just <laughs> nice, nice to know that I have a tank, Peter. Uh, <laughs> I, I left my tank in another field. Um, but yeah, it was it was Somebody an amazing double save. It really, really was something else. And uh, but yeah, I mean, it all hinged on uh, them pissing about with the ball in the day. I think he probably would have gone down if it was in the uh, in the penalty box. But uh, yeah. yeah. Just
1: so I not yeah. I, I quite like Zielinski's finish uh, for the first Polish goal. It was just like, just, just get in and stay in. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Stop just, messing around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, but again, Saudi Arabia after that win against Argentina they will look at that and think what an opportunity that was mm. to to kind of put one foot well I mean if they won the game of course both feet but put uh, one foot in the next round. So yeah, an interesting one. They've got Mexico next uh, in in the group and it's and it's very nicely poised. I mean it's one of those groups where it could all change. Poland atop top with four Argentina and Saudi are on um Saudi Arabia on three points and then Mexico bottom with one.
2: Who tasty got in the final round, it isn't is it? Very I, it tasty. doesn't always happen like this as well. It doesn't always happen like this. I like it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think this group. I think in the final round of games, this group is one of those ones because it's mm. so unpredictable. Because mm. which Argentina are they going to? I fancy them to beat Poland, um, and then it would go down to you know the, the, the other game. But you don't know which side's going to suddenly you know turn it on. Is Harvey Renard yeah. and his beautiful team talk and so on? And by the way, I think that. We, I think I think people forgot about um, Renard being in charge of Saudi Arabia. I mean, if you follow me on Twitter and the retweets, <laughs> nobody, it, it, be done,
2: everyone's uh, very much the wiser about what was going on there. Do I um, need to sort of... Remember when I set up that um, slightly rude-sounding um, URL uh, that redirected to your Twitter? Do I need, like, to <laughs> send halfrenardfansite.com to your uh, Twitter... <laughs> I think so. If you could. I mean they big won't be bangers. disappointed. K-U-K. So big you yeah. care will send you to uh, Marcus <laughs> yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've still got <laughs> like six months left on that redirect. <laughs> okay. um, but I need HarveRenard's fansite.com. Uh, well the thing is I think, I think the Big Bangers
1: one, I think people would be disappointed if they clicked <laughs> on that when they came through to me I, it's like, okay, this yeah. is clearly not what I came for. Whereas the bangers, yeah. if they went for the Harvey Renards fan club mm. I think if, when they
2: pull through they kind of go oh, it's, not, it's not as intense
1: as I wanted it to be
2: but I no, still I like wanted to- a few yeah I would expect someone who sells yeah. himself as being a half an expert there's not quite as many yes. posts on that
1: mm. yeah they've, they've, they've exaggerated rather than lied <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need more shirts that button down to sort of mid sternum mm, uh, yes uh, 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 I think mm. really spells and I think if you were culling people in that way like mm. you've got more body hair than Hervé Renard right, so I think no people would be kind of pleasantly surprised <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah what but, a fertile yeah. crop they'd shout
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh dearie me I have enjoyed uh, the, um, the, the the Saudi Arabian fans actually at this World Cup they are having a great years. time aren't they they are it's having a very really very good time in yeah, yeah. DJ and, uh, and it's all thanks to Big Harvey, of course but yeah but we should say with Poland they just need a point um, against Argentina and it would be the first time they would have made the knockouts at the World Cup since 1986 that's mad because <laughs> they're not like an insignificant footballing nation you know I understand qualifying for the World Cup is, is it's a fairly big deal for Poland um, but yes it, it's funny when these kind of stats are thrown up at the
0: World Cup um, uh, but, but it's, it's, it's funny. I, if they were to do that, it would be a little bit like Chelsea winning the Champions League in, in, in 2012, I think. Because you think? If, if you if you look at Poland, yes, Lewandowski is obviously on it. Uh, Zielinski is in terrific form with Napoli at the moment. So Chesney is a, is a great penalty saver as well, which I think is like an underrated trait of of, of his. If you, mm-hmm. if, if you watch him in, in Serie A they've got a lot of key players on the turn at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you think at one point Grzycki was providing a lot for Lewandowski. Krikoviak is not really playing at a good level anymore. Kamil Glick's 104. Yeah, You know, all these all these things. I can't believe like, Glick's it, still knocking about. It's fantastic. It, it, it's, it's, it's incredible. But if you piece together these players at their peak... All at the same time, mm-hmm. I think I think you got a really pretty good team, yeah. but I, I, I don't I don't feel like Poland are that good. I feel like Poland are quite average with a couple of absolutely outstanding players.
1: Nice to see Matty Cash though in there.
0: Oh yeah, I wasn't talking about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Come>
1: on. <laughs> Well, go on. Who do you mind? who do you think is going to go through in the group? Then I I, I do think Argentina are going to win. I, th- I think it could be Argentina and Saudi Arabia.
0: Oh, interesting. Hello. Yeah, that's what That'd I be think. Fun, wouldn't it?
1: I'd love I like to see it. Harvey in the next round. are you going to put your money on anybody or are you just going to bide your time
2: (laughs) no I think it's going to be either Tina Portland I
1: think right, okay well there we are okay everybody right we're going to have a quick break and after which we're going to talk about France see you in a moment
0: Hi, I'm Frank Alboff. You're listening to the Football Ramble.
1: Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, it's now time for Betfair's popular bet builder. When you bet fair on the World Cup, you can use Betfair's handy app to place your bet builders. And you can snag some pretty decent handouts too. You can get a £5 free bet when you place a £5 bet builder on any World Cup match this Tuesday. Of course, it's the small matter of England versus Wales on Tuesday, so we've built our own custom Ramble popular bet builder ahead of the game. Andy, you're up first. What are you going for?
0: Marcus, I'm going to go for under 3.5 goals. Wales Mm. are going to want to restore a little bit of pride after a a, a really empty performance against Iran, but England are going to be too good for them.
1: Excellent. Peter, what about you?
2: I think Raheem Sterling will be back to his best, and I think he's going to score first.
1: Yeah, Okay. good stuff. Uh, I have got two bets on this, lads. The first one, yeah. First one, I'm going for a draw at half-time because I'm still jaded by that England performance against the US. I think (laughs) Wales will dig in, Um, but I think England will win the game. That is my second selection. So what we've got there, everybody, is under 3.5 goals. Sterling as the first goal scorer, draw at halftime, but England to win it Uh, at full time of course Uh, a £5 bet on this popular bet builder will return £110.98 at the time of recording if we win all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK remember when you place a £5 bet builder on any World Cup game this Tuesday you can get a £5 free bet Maximum £5 free bet, valid for 72 hours on bet builders. Cash bets only, of course. Minimum odds, 1.5. Eligibility criteria and T's and C's apply. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Right then, uh, let's continue with yesterday's matches. France 2, Denmark 1. France are the first team into the knockout stages at this World Cup. And of course, they're the first World Cup holders to get out the groups since Brazil in 2006, because that, that, that little quirk of the champions going out in the uh, first round of the, the, the defence of their World Cup has, has finally been broken. France kind of started that in 2002, although, as we say, Brazil didn't adhere to it in 2006. But since then, so, so it's, I suppose it's only right that they're the ones who have, have bucked that trend. Although it is quite annoying, if I'm honest. I did quite like mm. that trend because England never won the World Cup, so it meant we had a big high-profile casualty in the first round, um, and France have managed to avoid that but when killing mbappe is in that form peter my goodness they look quite tasty
2: i think if you're going to let him get in front of you at the far post i mean there's no way you can rescue that situation really can you well I'll just i'll just sort of clamber around him and, oh he's got its <laughs> he's mean, thied it's it just... in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was a, it was a bit of a shame for denmark i thought because obviously they'd, uh, they would they, they I thought they weren't playing too too poorly i think um I think the, the, the great shame for me in that match was uh, Rabiot keeping that overhead kick down Yeah, uh, I, I wish I wish he'd done so because <laughs> that was absolutely lovely <laughs> yeah been a,
1: that would have been an absolute peach Andy what do you think of France at the moment They you've been critical of Didier Deschamps and his uh, defensive style uh, they've had some injuries going into the tournament they've even had some injuries at the tournament of course with, with Benzema and now a shocking injury to Hernandez and there's concerns about him carrying on playing football for crying out loud which is which is really sad to hear Um, but they look good they obviously look pretty scintillating against Australia and against Denmark who we know are a very good side they won 2-1 but they were pretty much in control for the whole game and Mbappe looks different gravy granules
0: Uh, indeed he does I mean I think of the games I've been to so far this was the most impressive team performance I've, I've seen. There was a pleasing intensity to the game overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, France France are at it at the moment. They, they, they really are. And when you consider, as you say, the amount of injuries, um, I think particularly that first goal, the manner of that first goal, which maybe Kasper Michael could have done a little bit better with, not been in incredible form uh, this, this season. The way that, like in the blink of an eye, firstly, it's with Aurelien Tchouameni, probably about 15-20 yards in front of his box. And before you know it, it's ping 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 in the net. And yeah. you know that that the, they've had to reconstruct big parts of the team, as you say, the defence, the midfield, in, in particular. And as I've said to you, you guys all along, I feel it works a little bit better with Giroud up front instead of instead of Benzema. I I, I don't mm. think there's there's any any doubt about that. But um. Well, yeah, Andy, you they, fly they in the face of Graham Soonis
1: with that opinion.
0: Oh, right. OK, go ahead.
1: Well, because Sui, he said on uh, ITV about Giroud that he's not his biggest fan. He said, seven games in the last World Cup. He's a centre forward in a team that wins it. He's not had a shot on target. I think he's very lucky. When you mention him in the same breath as Thierry Henry, I'm sorry. And he says, the only reason why he's there is because um, Benzema's been out for a long time and obviously... He's, he's not there this time so Andy once again you are going toe to toe with Graham Sooners
0: yeah I'm uh, brave enough to do that from a respectable distance <laughs> that's why you went and... to Qatar where's Graham uh, yeah. <laughs> right. that's why you got that oh no he's you... come as well <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's why you got Brassel written in your hair <laughs> to him.
0: Yeah, I've left. A, I've left a false name at reception just to be on the safe side. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> mind you,
2: we, we're happy for
1: Giroud because you were concerned pre-tournament that he was not going to equal or or better Thierry Henry's
0: goal-scoring record for France. Whereas, of course, he has equaled Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's it's obviously a totally different question if, if if Benzema's actually fit. But um, I you know I, I think it's worked really well so far. Um, and it it, it just goes to show that picking your best 11 at international level well I suppose in any team but especially at international level it's not about picking the best 11 players is it? It's, yeah. it's, it's about everything he does for the team all his teammates absolutely love him as I was, I was saying the other day um, uh, but yeah Mbappe is absolutely incredible at the moment Griezmann is on incredible form at the moment well, he was, cheap, he was brilliant again and I think I, I don't think it's coincidental that those two are absolutely flying with Giroud in the team. It, well, it's, it's not coincidental. Well, has, is it? has Deschamps had a little tinker with Griezmann where he's playing? Yeah, he has. But what. what Deschamps is a kind of a pragmatist. Um, I, I think he looked at him at the last Euros. Um, and I'm going to match Sui stat for stat here cool. if if you think of that second game that they played in the Euros against um, Hungary where they were losing for a bit and that they're in the shit basically yeah. um, the, the, the goal that Griezmann scored was the only time that he entered the penalty box I think and yeah. he has been kind of getting deeper and deeper and because he's playing for a very dysfunctional Atletico Madrid because he's required to do more in this dysfunctional team because he's required to come and get the ball mm. and his his work rate and his versatility lends to all that. He's playing almost like a box to box midfielder yeah. really at the moment. It's not even a number 10, it's a little bit deeper. And Deschamps said before the tournament, well he's like, Atletico are playing him like, I don't know where, like way deeper. And it seems like he's decided, being a pragmatist, to just roll with that. And it's worked pretty well.
1: It's working well. Uh, Denmark have only got uh, one point, of course. They have Australia next, uh, which uh, is a very, very crucial game uh, for both teams because Australia beat Tunisia 1-0.
2: Big Mitchell Duke with a lovely nod uh, to a glancing header, Peter, uh, into the yeah, corner. Yeah, with the with the very emphasis on glance. It was just very sort of like delightful. The keeper didn't get his feet sorted out. He was a bit planted, and and it was slow and low, and it was just like and but it still had great beauty to it. So I'm not I'm really on the fence for that goal. Was it an amazing header or was it? The keeper not really being oh, I think in the right position. I think, I, am I be. being harsh? I don't know. It was a good, it, I, that's what I mean. Headers from that far out can't be anything less than fantastic. And the cross in was deflected mm. onto his head anyway. It was so... Like, it was a weird, weird goal. Strength. Why don't you
1: say this to his little son, Jackson, who was in the crowd. Okay. by the okay, way, I'll daddy's goal wasn't then. actually that good. I so yeah. don't know what you're celebrating <laughs> You said,
2: do you mean your daddy or my daddy? to clearly your daddy, for crying <laughs> out loud. It's, your, it's your dad. It's not my dad. So that's what I would say at that point. <laughs> And then I'd, conf- then I'd
1: confuse them and run away. Well, it's good to clear that up, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, they, they Australia, it's a fantastic win for them. They don't win many at World Cups, and it was their first win since 2010. And apparently their first clean sheet at the World Cup since uh, the 1974 World <laughs> Cup finals.
0: Wow, is that is that right?
1: Apparently so, according to oh. our friend Kieran
0: Pender, um, our journalist friend. Um, I'll tell you but- what, the best the best bit about it, I thought, Marcus, is did you see the... The the huddle afterwards that Australia had. Yes. Um, Martin Boyle, who I actually think, you know, he's maybe... Well, he's obviously not his fittest at the moment because he's properly injured and he's got serious knee injury. But, um, uh, you know, he's struggled to get back to proper match fitness with Hibs this season. Mm. But he would have made a difference to them, I think, because they've got no pace. And where Mm. he has, I I, I think that would have made quite a a, a little difference to them, even if he was just a pinch hitter. But, like... um, he was uh, he was like on his crutches in the middle like giving the team talk in thick northern Scottish accent obviously uh, which um, I I thought was a, a terrific moment it's lovely to see him over there part of it and um, yeah it was, it, was, it was really nice it got me it got me
1: well yeah and, and we should also mention Stoke City defender Harry Soutar who was uh, quite magnificent at the back for Australia getting stuck in slide tackles all the rest of it and it really it, it's just such an important win for them you st- I don't know if you saw the scenes I think it was in Melbourne with a big screen everyone going absolutely wild you know this <laughs> is it's, it means so much and uh, you know Scoring against France was great, but I mean, you know, France are France; they're one of the favourites for this tournament. Beat like that, but to win that game against Tunisia, to to be genuinely alive and kicking going into that match against Denmark, you never know. Denmark, of course, will be um, favourites for that match in particular. You know, if you if you if you if you look at the group, you would expect France to beat Tunisia or, or at least, not lose the game. So, surely the one of the two in that game between Australia and, and Denmark will go through. But a point for Australia, I'd imagine, would be good enough because we're assuming France would would not lose to Tunisia. You, you, imagine if you offered to Australia at the start of this, you go into your last match, realistically assuming... You get a point and you're through. My goodness, they'd have bitten your hand off. So it's all to play for. Their coach Graham Arnold um, was typically Aussie. Post game, he said, "At the end of the day, it's just one game. Nothing will change for us. <laughs> like, Win or lose, the, we're on the booze."
2: <laughs> I enjoyed the um, Sunderland AFC um, Twitter page saying, "It's uh, you know, uh, congratulations to uh, to uh, Bailey Wright uh, for, for for three points." I was like. Was he playing yesterday? He's like, no, no, he wasn't. No, no. He was on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even get on the pitch. Good, you mean, thanks, Sunderland.
1: <laughs> don't ever dig at Sunderland. Don't ever dig at Sunderland. <laughs> they've been, they've been, uh, they were involved in a mass brawl in that part of the world, weren't they? In a friendly preseason were friendly they? the I other day. I don't remember that. Yeah, that was it. it was the other day. Yeah. Sunderland were involved, getting stuck okay. in uh, okay. for all the wrong reasons. But talking of that, one of the highlights of this game was uh, Hannibal uh, Mebry uh, warming up at the a, a, a sub at the time and he threw a ball at Mitchell Duke's face while he was down injured and it all nearly kicked off. That was quite enjoyable. <laughs> uh, for all the wrong reasons, everybody. <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. But it's a, a, a brilliant win for Australia. No two ways about that. And they have a real chance now. Because if you look at Denmark, Denmark... Only one goal so far in the tournament. They were disappointing against Tunisia, uh, against France. Okay, you hold your hands up and think, well, you, you know, against a, a brilliant side like that. Despite beating France, I think a couple of times in um, was it the Nations League pre-tournament. So, Andy, what do you think? I mean, Denmark. A lot of people fancy them as kind of dark horses for this tournament. They're obviously great in the Euros. They've been brilliant um, since then, and yet they're they're
0: they're they're on the brink. Yeah, and I mean, the, the problem's pretty plain. I mean, Christian Eriksen said to me yesterday, uh, they, they, they're they just not scoring goals. And, and yeah. that has always been the little fly in the ointment, really. Because the, the midfield's brilliant. The defence is really good. Um, they've got plenty of leaders in the team. But they just don't have the right forwards. And I, I think if you look at, say, Mikkel Damsgaard, he's in really terrible nick at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, you add on top of that, um, Dolberg's in the same boat. Um, so what, what are you really looking at? Cornelius, who isn't that top level, and and, and Brathwaite is is, is maybe going to be your saving grace. I, 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 I don't know. Sure, Br- Brathwaite looked decent when he came on. I, yeah. I thought so. So maybe he's the one that you go with um, in that last game. But they, they just need to be able to put it in the net. And I, I suppose the thing that bodes um, ill for them is the fact that you know we know what Australia are and we know what their limits are. But they were pretty solid, weren't they, in that game mm-hmm. against Tunisia? Yeah. Who who are also having incredible difficulty in scoring goals. Yes, exactly.
1: But again, Australia, I think they would they would bite your hand off for a point in that last game, and it and it will probably be uh, enough. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what Casper uh, Hullman does uh, with his uh, with his Danish side. Could he, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, copy some? bizarre motivational tactics that we have heard wayne rooney's deployed at dc united recently it's always good to hear what waz is up to and it emerged this week that he had attempted to inspire his team after a string of of poor results by talking about um the size of his penis (laughs) right okay (laughs) Uh, he told them having a tiny penis has never stopped him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a source said, and I imagine it will just remain a source It was very funny And he hoped using personal references Would make it look like the speech was from the heart But the majority of his side were left bemused And struggled to understand what his sex life And size of his manhood Had anything to do with what happens on the pitch
2: He needs to sort of go toe-to-toe with, you know, fragile male sexuality and masculinity <laughs> I suppose like you know it all ties in doesn't it you know oh, you it. may not have the biggest hog in the world but hog. you <laughs> <laughs> you can certainly play a bit of football. I, <laughs> I, I, love it.
1: I think I, I, yeah. I, I wish. I only wish he'd done a bit more of a Louis van Gaal about it. If he'd have yeah. Actually, I think that's
0: the thing. That's uh, the thing. I, it, I, mean, yeah. you're, I think you're thinking like, thank. Don't pull your trousers down. Sure don't pull your trousers when. down while he's. Sure yeah.
1: yeah. I think. I think. Get the old fella around. And go see this, lads. Look, I'm top scorer in Man United, and England's still just uh, history. <laughs> That's never stopped me, yeah, has it? That's never stopped me. Why would it stop you, Wayne? Why would that impinge on how fast you'd run? If, if nothing if else, it makes you help.
0: quicker. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, moving on swiftly, though. Today, we've got a
2: full roster of yeah, games. He did say you moved on swiftly. That's that's a different situation down there. Oh, all right. It's, Come on. He <laughs> did, did say you had a problem with timing. He didn't oh, say that. Oh, here we Just go. Just move on to Paint today's dolls. matches, Marcus. Well, None just... of you besmirched the good tiny name of Moe Rooney. <laughs>
1: Was it a hands-on or a hands-off approach? We don't know. <laughs> uh, but yes, today we've got uh, Japan. 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 Versus Costa Rica. Belgium versus Morocco, Croatia versus Canada, and Spain versus Germany. Pete Donaldson, I come to you uh, with Japan versus Costa Rica. Well, A so win I... for Japan? My
2: goodness. I was very... There they su- go. Yeah, but, but that's, I mean, I'm very surprised at how people sort of treated the, 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 the Germany win as being, like... You knew it. Like, the biggest World Cup upset. I mean, Germany, like, came at to this tournament, like... With real decisions to be made about mm-hmm. like what who they've got at the back and and in the centre as well the midfield and and Germany still played quite well and, and Japan would just too good for them. Japan have a good side. They got a good young yeah. side. You know and, and like you, like Andy was saying uh, talking about how how much time that most of them spent in in, in Germany and stuff and you know latterly um, Scotland Scotland seems to be the big breeding ground oh, for yeah. a, Japanese football <laughs> talent oh, at the yeah. moment. But I, I wasn't as surprised as a lot of people and maybe it is just that kind of you know Western centric kind of media bias but I, I don't think they're they're, they're they're certainly not minnows and they're certainly not minnows in that group either i think they i think they're a great team
1: yeah and uh, yeah true enough i mean i think with germany that's it's just the fact that it's germany i think yeah, they've, I also they've got one of the best <laughs> managers at the tournament you you could argue but mm-hmm. they were a goal up as well blah. but blah, blah, blah. you've got inside mm-hmm. knowledge about japan that people just Cannot, oh, they're just always uh, tidying you get...
2: Always, I just throw my stuff on the floor, and someone just comes along and picks it up. It's great. Yeah. Just they, 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 do they don't have bins; just throw it on the floor, and they just go yeah, and pick exactly. It up. <laughs> when, when you said Japan
1: had a sweeper system, I didn't mean, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So Japan have got a great chance uh, to go through because Costa Rica, on the basis of the result against Spain, mm. look like that they uh, are not going to pull up any trees at this tournament. It but, looked you know, like no, such they... a
2: great party, and should Shib- be on the Shibuya scramble crossing. Just people as people were sort of leaving the bars to, uh, to whatever yeah. uh, crazy time it was mm-hmm. uh, in Shibuya, um, everybody had, had a really merry old time and, and everyone just ran out on that big sort of crossing that, um, that that basically, you know, defines Shibuya and Tokyo at large. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. ah, <laughs> it's going out the bum, yeah. <laughs> and the police with their little sticks are going, come on, get cross the road, cross <laughs> the road. And they go, no, we're never going to stop crossing <laughs> the road, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bloody love it. Well, uh, yeah, They, 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 they could well go through. Uh, Belgium versus Morocco. Uh, no point in watching that one, as Kevin De Bruyne has <laughs> said uh, in an interview this week. I think our chance, uh, I think we've got no chance of winning the World Cup. Our chance was at 2018. We have a good team, but it's ageing. We lost some key players. <laughs> we have some good new players coming in, but they're not the level of the other players at 2018. <laughs> I see us more as outsiders,
2: personally. <laughs> Cheers, Kev. Uh, he's, he's he's nailed <laughs> on to be a real dour fucking manager, oh, isn't he? He's Paul all, Scales, old punditry he stuff. He, no, he's, I, I think he'll just be, because he's, he's very honest. He spoke, uh, like Andy said, uh, about him getting chosen as man of the match just because they, they, wanted, to, they wanted to speak to him and, and get the interview and stuff and, and you know, ask him about <laughs> some key things. But, like, it, it, it does make me laugh that he's just more than happy. to sort of go, hmm. Lukaku's crocked, we're too old, let's get out of here. Let's go <laughs> yeah. home. Let's, go, let's
0: get back to what we do best, playing Wales. he did did that he did that interview in the Guardian yesterday Mm. didn't he uh, about his family it it was just oh family's more important mainly because I I don't really want to be here but it's it's funny (laughs) the the, the point the point you were saying actually about the, the the man of the match that we were talking about the other day just exactly the day after that Portugal versus Ghana man of the match Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. official yeah, Cristiano. man of the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know what you're doing. We know what yeah, you're doing. Just make yeah, The mockery clearly, of it. The, the,
1: the, the, the person who's doing the interviews for the man of the match he clearly is like a student or something he's just like yeah I've already got don't worry don't, no it's fine I've already got it sorted every game he's going to be man of
2: the match then next one <laughs> it's fine I, man I, I, of the I, match I, that block in the stand Matthew McConaughey <laughs> <Dr>. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> cool. get him down David Beckham's one for
1: the, for the yes. next um, elsewhere today Croatia versus Canada we want to see a goal or two from Canada come on lads shouldn't have yeah. lost the first game uh, get Herdman that victory we want. it's nice to see um, another English manager there uh, and we want him to get some goals so yeah and then Spain versus Germany is massive Germany lose they've gone pretty much mm. uh, and they I are I shall playing. be there
0: I shall be there Andy
1: I knew you were going to be there you wouldn't miss out on that kind of goodness Spain quite possibly the, the team to beat at the tournament or certainly in, I mean, Brazil or Spain, to me, are the, are, the, are the two big sides here. Spain look scintillating. And Luis Enrique, we talked about him the other day on the pod. He's really got the bit between his teeth, hasn't he? Mm. And he's quite a character out there. And he's got the squad harmony. He's got a system that's that's kicking. And actually, when I look back on it, I think I mentioned this before, and I'll damn it all, I mentioned it again. I actually think they probably should have... I say should. They, I think people forget how close they were to reach in the final of the European Championships. They had Italy on the ropes and I think if they'd have played England in the final, I think whew, England just can't can't compute how a side can hold the ball like Spain do and then they press mm. and so on. So in really... I mean, the, and- the
0: other side of that is Alvaro Morata might have missed all the chances and England might have won. Yeah, no,
1: no. True, no, true yeah. enough. Look, it's, it's chaos theory, so it's almost pointless to say. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, but the fact is that as the tournament progressed, they were very impressive and they will They will look back at that semi-final against Italy which is a game we can talk about because it actually happened and they were rather bereft that they didn't win and and Luis Enrique said this time is going to this team is going to come together they're going to click and they're going to show you and at this World Cup like I say he is a man who means business he's talking a good game he's got his Twitch streams every night which is all a bit fun and and freaky uh, uh, so basic,
0: basically are you saying that Spain are the football ramble of the World Cup uh, yes yes I think. I, I, th- I, th- I think. I think that's what we're taking from this, isn't it? <laughs> so, are you the are you the Luis Enrique, the I, the, the, the blunt-talking leader? I know that would probably be no. That would be Jules, wouldn't it? Oh, that be Jules. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Jules uh, is the Luis Enrique.
1: He's the, he's the Luis Enrique. Would you, Andy? What do you think of Spain? I mean, they everything I've said there. Do you agree? Do you think that's bollocks?
0: No, no. I th- I, th- I think that's fair. I I think the big thing with them was that in that game against Costa Rica. I think the result is actually everything because the fact that okay Costa Rica weren't great Kalon Navas didn't have the greatest night of his life um, I, I don't think he ever saw himself conceding seven at a World Cup it's fair to say but mm. I, I think the fact that they were clinical I, I think that was really interesting the fact that they had less shots than Canada mm. that night and still ended up with seven because that's been their issue but Luis Enrique kind of short circuits that doesn't he because they've got goals
1: everywhere in that team as well
0: yeah but the the way that he wants them to play as well with a little bit more directness and they were able to introduce that directness off the bench with Morata and Nico Williams I I think that was a huge plus I think they'll put Germany out tomorrow night I'll say that now I think they're going to put Germany out well it's tonight Andy is it not did I I, I not say tonight
1: you said tomorrow night
0: Marcus, there are just a load time of days on. with a, load of, fo- a, a, yeah, a I, load, load of football on. I, I, I just want to make sure that you're there tonight, I, Andy. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know it was Sunday until you said it was Sunday.
1: Yeah. Well, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Andy, have a lovely time at the match this evening. Thank you so much. Enjoy it, fellas. Pete Donaldson, have a lovely roast dinner this <laughs> evening. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> and I will too. Have a good one, everybody. See you soon.